Pod. Pod. Yeah, I mean, you cheated. Did I cheat? He did. He kind How of did jo- I cheat? I, I, we need a rolling. We need a rolling. We need a rolling. I don't know about that. Let me boo you guys real quick. Oh, yeah, the children, children are booing you. And it's children booing. <laughs> booing uh, all of you. Children who don't understand regret or disappointment yet. They're unruly. I don't know why, but they're letting me host this again. I guess Keith is off celebrating National Giant Panda Bear Day. Is that what today is? <laughs> it is. I, Big I don't day. Know. He was probably Big off day. work for it. Yeah, he probably off work. Uh, I am Zebo. <laughs> I am joined by uh, Miss Lebowski Michael Gillum. How are you doing today? Um, the OG. Wonderful. ODB. I had a cupcake for lunch. And speaking of initials, here's OBGYN. Big Mike, how are you doing today? OBGYN. Yeah. I, I didn't understand that either. That's a weird way to, way to spell Michael. <laughs> I was going to make several comments, into the, and, but we're going to move on because yeah. I don't think any of them. <laughs> yeah, you don't like them? They're no, not they're even appropriate take me for Jim, All right. All right, so here we go. We have the NFL. This is the NFFFFL edition, so get effed. Um. I don't know what's going on with my microphone here. Well, because uh, you got too worked up on the game yeah. show segment. Okay, here we go. I think we're good. Your okay. microphone's a little flaccid over it there. It is a little flaccid. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we got the draft coming up. Free agency's done, but we got the draft. So real quick, uh, April 25th. Be there anywhere from 1 to 2. We start at 2. Um, yeah. There's going to be shirts there that you can buy. Where is there? Corner Pub. I always forget. I just always assume people are going to be I there. thought it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm just an idiot. Be uh, there. Be there. Be there. Be you, there be square. You know where. Yeah, you know. You know the where. old Corner Pub at the bottom of the, 505. The Fifth downtown Corner Pub. Yeah, corner, Not any of these other Corner Pubs. Corner Pub at 5th and Church. Just say, hey, take me to 505 on Church or Puckett's on Church. Let me tell you this, good, good food at the Corner Pub, tons of beer to choose from, and they're going to be doing $5 draft specials, not because of us, but because of the NFL draft. We can say it's because they, of us. It's because of us. They, Yeah, they on Twitter, I, I said something about I hope they have Gersh there, and they liked it, which I don't know if that means they have it or not, but well, I'm hoping they do. I'll have to find they out. think Corner Pub has Gersh. They better. They better. They did. Uh, I'm sure they do. We were there at the one in Brentwood, $5 Guinnesses, and if you got a Guinness draft, they gave you a free Guinness koozie. Well, really? Yeah. Well, they were doing $6 Irish car bombs, too, but I didn't do any of those. Yeah. There's not an amount of God, money. That you you actually need to double the price for Irish car bombs. I, I, actually, I don't want them. I love an Irish car bomb. I do, too. But I, I would. there's no way I would make it to the draft. Well, speaking of car bombs, let's talk about some of these <laughs> shitty teams oh, and their disasters of a free agency. <laughs> Speaking of, way, speaking of terrorism <laughs> tactics, we've lost all of our UK <laughs> listeners. <laughs> all seven of you. Okay, AFC North. We're going to go through real quick. I don't. I should have maybe picked some rapid-fire music. I could just play the game show music or the sad apology music from the heartfelt apology music. <laughs> but let's go through these real quick. Let's start with the AFC North, the Browns. The Browns traded a first and third and Jabril Peppers for Odell Beckham. They also sent Kevin Zeitler in a fifth for Oliver Vernon in a fourth. Kareem Hunt, a one-year, $1 million deal, but he's serving an eight-game suspension. They signed Sheldon Richardson to a three-year, $36 million deal, and they currently sit at the top 51 cap room of $35.2 million and have eight 2019 draft picks, even though they do wow. not have a first. Wow. What do you all think about the Browns' uh, offseason? I, 
I love it. Do you? I, I do. I I'm do telling you, they went from bottom of the barrel to the AFC North should be theirs. If if they play up to the talent that they've recruited alone with um, with Odell, but just I, I really have all of a sudden become a, a low key Browns fan, like to the point where I'm going to go out of my way to try to find their games. I really excited for that team. I don't know. I really like to see a bad team that's just been bad for a long time do the right things, and I feel like they did a lot of right things. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. I mean, I. Should we travel to Cleveland to watch the Titans and Cleveland? I kind of want to go I'm to a game. Pretty up there. terrified of that game, though. I, I that's I, one of the I ones I'm more am. worried about on the on the schedule than any of them. Like, I mean, that's up there. Let me, let me ask you this: Sashi Brown gets fired. None of this happens without Sashi Brown that's and his true. analytics. That's true. I mean, none of this happens. This guy got fired, and I don't even think another team has picked him up. No, this is what he envisioned. Yeah. He envisioned two years of awfulness when he took over and then eventually doing everything that you're saying. If they do not make the Super Bowl, or not Super Bowl, let's say if they don't make the playoffs, huge disappointment, right? Barring oh, injury, absolutely. if they're completely yeah. healthy. I, I, I honestly think that they have to make the playoffs. I, I, they got to win the AFC North. Absolutely. Have to. I think it's a disappointment the, if they do not make a playoff. Can this defense absolutely not does. just do it itself almost? I mean, you almost think that if you had this defense on any team with a lackluster offense, which they do not have, mm-hmm. this team would be in contention in, for their division title. They're they're a tough team. I mean, they're stocked on both sides of the ball with incredible talent. I mean, obviously, like you talked about, Sashi stockpiling all those picks, and now it's finally paying off. And they still have eight. Yeah, uh, and it's insane what they've got built over there right now. Now, it would be the most heart-wrenching <laughs> thing ever for them to just come out and just fucking suck next would year. Would that like, not be the worst? Can, can you imagine Browns fans? Because the hype for them is going to it's be a, at a fever it's a pitch. fever pitch right like, now. But imagine when training camp starts and they're out, like NFL Network's out there and they've got OBJ and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield and, you know, uh, what's his name, Miles Garrett, all out there. And, they, I mean, they're hyping it to the max. And then they come out and go like 6-10. and 10 Hey, and, it's... It's a long off season. Odell yeah. Beckham could go Keller Williams, <laughs> Keller Williams Jr. blow out his knee on a motorcycle. When's uh. the last time that two college wide receivers are starting for the same team? Then uh, they were they were teammates. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. were teammates. So it's hard for me to think of an example. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's pretty remarkable in my opinion. And I mean, I guess what, Julio and Ridley played, but they didn't play together. No, I just realized I said Keller Williams, the real estate group. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Been dealing with landlords all day. I met <laughs> Kellen Winslow Jr., yeah. but we'll move on. Let me, He's a fucking soldier, in case you hadn't heard. He's a fucking soldier who goes after old people. Let, but, me, um, <laughs> let me set the scene. What if the Titans opened up in Cleveland? They're Ooh. opening 2019. Oh. We have to go. It would right? be a fun we have trip. To go. Uh, yeah, no, it, it would and, be a fun trip. I really want to go, believe it or not, seeing a game in Cleveland is, I don't know if I'd qualify it as bucket list, but it's one of the NFL it's stadiums one of the that I want to go. go. Yeah. I have a feeling Browns fans would be really cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I really want to go just so I can rub it in the faces of all those Buffalo people I got into fights with who said that their <laughs> town is not the worst, which is the fucking worst. It's absolutely the worst. And and I can say, well, yeah, I've been to, I've been to Cleveland because they all ask, have you even been to Buffalo? Yeah, I've been to Buffalo. That's why I said something about your damn city. 
fucking sucks. It was tumbleweeds everywhere. It's Akron, Ohio, I, on the fucking lake. This guy, this guy DM me <laughs> says, "Well, we got, bu- you mean we got a bunch of stuff. We're better than Detroit." I said, "Well, at least Detroit's got a casino. We do too. We're better than Detroit." Yeah. And he yeah. sends me these two casinos. They're in Canada. Oh They're not even God. at the Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, get real. You guys are not Canada. Drive over to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I we left to go to Canada because there was more stuff to do than in Buffalo. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. I, I went to Rochester last okay, year, which is just, yeah. just outside of Buffalo. It's a shitty area. It's just shitty. a shitty area. Uh, speaking of shitty areas, the Steelers <laughs> trade away Antonio <laughs> Brown for 2019 third and fifth and look uh. like complete losers because then they went on to sign Dante Moncrief to a two-year deal. <laughs> signed Mark, Mark Barron to a two-year deal. Resigned <laughs> Eli Rogers, but they did resign Ramon Foster, which is a good one to resign. Their cap room currently is $7.1 million, Ooh. and they have 10 2019 draft picks, two-thirds, one-fifth, and three-sixths. So, mm. the Raiders really played the whole Antonio Brown trade perfectly if you believe the reports that they initially offered a second and fourth, and the Steelers decided, no, we're going to go to Buffalo and send this <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Brown to New York, and then... It, Antonio put the fuck the Steelers just like he has this whole process played it masterfully by the way yeah and he gets to go to the he gets to eventually go to Vegas yeah he gets to go play with Derek Carr who has who he has a, a bizarrely really yeah. close relationship with that stemmed from the Pro Bowl it's such a weird combination yeah. and they went from a second and fourth which was the original offer to the Steelers and dropped it down to a third and a fifth. And they really didn't pay that much for Antonio Brown when they restructured his contract. I mean, when you really think about it, it's a lot less than what I think that he was going to ask to be restructured. Great the Steelers. I mean, how bad are the Steelers right now? Yeah, how bad have they screwed things up when they let Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown walk off their team and all they're getting back from it is a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and a possible compensatory pick. And a bunch of dead cap space. In 2020. Yeah, and a ton of dead cap space. And they paid Le'Veon – or they had Le'Veon Bell, I guess. uh, He counted against their cap last year, right, at that franchise tag. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if he actually got paid since he was voluntarily sitting out, but regardless, it ate up their cap space. And, I mean, just a disaster to let that go. I I I will I will go as far as to say the Steelers are now officially dysfunctional, and this is the end of the Mike Tomlin era. He's gone in to one to two yeah. years. Did you think? Let me ask you this: Next year, I mean, because really they're probably maybe a little bit better than the Bengals. We really don't know what Zach Taylor is, but let's give the benefit of the doubt. Ben Roethlisberger, John Connor, or James Connor, Juju. And- uh, Juju can at least beat the Bengals and come third in the division. If they come third in the division, Big Ben's got to retire and Mike Tomlin's gone. Yeah, right? I was S- just same swoop. I was just going to say, yeah. dead last in the division or even third. I think they're gone. Roethlisberger's retiring. Well, I could see this being the beginning of the end yeah. for sure. And, and they have nothing in but place so for long term. What's the? Let's just try to put some rationale to this. What is the rationale? What are they doing? Uh, are they going to draft a first round quarterback? I mean, I mean, they took uh, was it Josh Randolph? Oh. They took Randolph, oh, yeah. Mason, Mason Randolph, Ran- Rudolph, Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They took him last know his year, name. <laughs> yeah. and he couldn't even beat out Josh Dobbs. Didn't Josh Dobbs yeah. play games instead of Rudolph? Yeah, Dobbs was the backup last year. So uh, they keep trying that whole like, 
we're going to draft a middle round quarterback and hope we get the next Russell Wilson or whatever. It's not working right now. I mean, Dobbs is just not, he's not an NFL starter. And if Rudolph can't beat him off, can't beat him out. Like, I mean, that's not promising for him either. Obviously I'm projecting here. I don't know, but I've got my suspicions that a lot of the locker room problems actually revolve around Roethlisberger. There's no doubt about it. Right. So I mean, even Jesse James said it. It's not just Antonio Brown, Jesse James and other players have said it that he throws fits on the field too. So can you imagine what that locker room is going to be like a, with him trying to mentor quote unquote, a quarterback, whatever happens in that situation. And B now that two massive star players are gone and they're going to start hemorrhaging badly on the field they're going to look bad and so you imagine how insufferable that fat son of a bitch is going to uh, be in the locker room he was he was bitching last year because they drafted the quarterback yeah, he was laughing at him yeah i mean just he, laughing he was like yeah they wasted he like basically said they wasted a pick so i mean it's and, almost like you can't even draft a quarterback at this point that you're gonna have to wait for big ben to retire before you you go out and get a quarterback have you heard the story i think uh i can't remember the running back's name but it was a former steelers running back and he's he told the story uh this week about uh roethlisberger was in the huddle and they the coach called a play he called a running play and roethlisberger thought he should have they should have kneeled it like they that they were close enough that they should have just kneeled the ball and roethlisberger which is such an odd thing to be upset over. It is a weird thing to be mad about, but Roethlisberger gets mad and intentionally fumbles the handoff apparently just so just to like prove a point that he wanted to kneel it down or whatever and then they kneeled it down the the play after that. What a shit burger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like he's, he's an he's, asshole. He's the worst. I I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger and I know people like <clears throat> I said something about like Roethlisberger running them out, running those two guys out. And it's like, well, Roethlisberger didn't make Le'Veon Bell hold out and all this stuff. And it's like, I mean, no, he didn't, but Roethlisberger's a dick. And like, I can't imagine playing with that guy. Like, I mean, he's doing that shit. Seriously. Exactly. He didn't make him hold out, but you got to think that. It's got to have crossed Bell's mind at some point where he's thinking, I, I don't want to be in this dysfunctional ass locker room with that prima donna fat bastard. And yeah, yeah. I know I'm the pot calling the kettle an asshole here, but yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I, and he is the problem in that locker room. Well, speaking of pieces of shit, the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> they signed. <laughs> speaking of another floater. <laughs> they signed Nick Boyle to a three-year, $18 million oh, And deal. held a press conference yeah, about it. <laughs> oh, conference. my God. A bit, hey, a, a coach said a coach said that <laughs> if Nick Boyle was to hit the free agent market, he would be the top wanted or top-rated tight end in free agency. Oh, my and God. And a presser. I, listen, listen. That, that coach was a fucking Ravens coach saying that. <laughs> or Mike Malarkey, one of the yeah. two. They then went on to sign Mark Ingram at a three-year, $15 million deal. Not bad. They they already have five running backs, so what's one more? <laughs> Earl Thomas, four-year, $55 million deal, which was very surprising. Think how lucky they are. They go from Ed Reed to Eric Weddle to Earl Thomas. That's insane. That's, that's a pretty good transition. But here's the thing. They've let Crabtree go, John Brown go. Mm-hmm. So Willie Sneed is wide receiver one. Chris Moore is wide receiver two. <laughs> wow. Jalil Scott is wide receiver three. And there was one guy I never even heard of that was wide receiver four. I mean, Taewon Taylor would be their best receiver. Yeah. <laughs> the cap room is tw- – and because he can run block. <laughs> yeah. Cap room is $22.4 million. 
They have eight 2019 draft picks, but no second rounders. I mean, they also let's talk about the guys they lost on defense. CJ Mosley, Zadarius Smith, Terrell Suggs. I mean, not to mention those guys. They might lose Urban. Um, I mean, let's let's think about let's think about this for a second. You want to prove to everybody that I mean, maybe they don't. Maybe they really know that Lamar Jackson cannot pass in the NFL. (laughs) I mean, they're certainly not not, setting it up. They do not give a shit. Is Lamar Jackson? Over under average run attempts per game just from Lamar Jackson, twenty eight. Wait, per game? Per, that's gonna be his average. Oh my god, that would be unprecedented. I, I'm mean, a, I gotta go under, but yeah. God, I. That what do you would think be would be in a better uh, over under set at? It had to be in the twenties, though, right? I would have said like maybe. I would have said maybe nineteen. I mean, oh, yeah, twenty. Close. Twenty is a lot of carries for a quarterback. I mean, Lebowski. I mean, you you saw or you were watching when I came picked you up. The majority of uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson, Philip Rivers, yeah. uh, the San Diego playoff game. He did not look good. <laughs> there are there are people out there that say that he looked good in that game, and I oh, do not no, get it. No, I, I just do not get it. These are people who just cannot let it go that he's just not NFL level passing quarterback. Elite, and they're not. And you're right; they're not doing him any favors. You talk about a worse situation than almost any. This is the worst wide receiver situation that I've seen, including Buffalo's last year, our own last Ugh. year, Jacksonville's last year. This is awful. Yeah. What are they? Bad. What are they doing? I mean. The, the Ravens, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what they're doing on that front. I, I'll be interested to see what they do at backup quarterback because I always felt like last year. Because yeah, they haven't even re-signed RG3 yet. I, yeah, I don't think they have. So, like, <laughs> they've got to have a good backup because Lamar Jackson's going to get killed if they use him the way they used him last year. Where I mean, did Tyrod end up signing? Uh, L.A., oh, the okay, Chargers. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't just smash this dude into the line 20 times a game and hope that he's going to stay healthy for 16 games. You're going to have to have a backup. I mean, they, they have to be heading for some kind of record of how many times they're going to run it, no matter who's running the ball. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see them being, like, the league's first, like, over 50% run I mean, this can't year. work, can it? Can, can this work like it did? Because, like, last year was probably, like, when the Wildcat first came on the scene. Yeah. Now there's tape on it. This can't work. Can it, Lebowski? No. I, I just I don't know. I don't see <laughs> I don't see an upside on the offense for this team. I just don't. I, I would say your biggest question is at quarterback, but then I start looking at your wide receivers. I mean, I just don't know. It's a what a problem. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of problems, the Cincinnati Bengals are next. Do they have a defensive coordinator yet? <laughs> Are like, we, do they even have a head coach? Are we ready to just go ahead and put them in the AAF? Let's, yeah. let's get it over I mean, with. They released Perfect, which is okay, but they re-signed Eifert and Uzuma, and their only two signings are John Miller, who's a guard, and B.W. Webb, who they signed to a three-year $10.5 million wait, they deal. Shot, they signed that shitty tackle, too, uh, Bobby Hart. Oh, did they sign Bobby Hart? Yeah, that, who, that is, uh, who, but, is, who is replaced on the Giants, I believe, by Eric Flowers. Yeah, I mean, how and they gave him $7 million a year. Their cap room <laughs> is $33 happened? million, dollars too. They're not in a cap hell, so they can make moves, but they just chose not to. They have 11 2019 draft picks. Five of those, though, are in the sixth round. Oh, my gosh. They own the sixth. Last place, correct? I mean, I mean, they could maybe squeeze out a couple of games of Dalton and Green and Boyd and 
I mean, they have a good offense. Yeah, if Ross figures it out, maybe. I yeah. mean, they have some pieces on offense, but I mean, that offensive line is trash. Like, is it's, this it's team going to go six and six and ten, Five and, and somehow and somehow and push one of these other teams down to the bottom of the last place division mm. in the division? I ah. think I honestly think it's the Ravens. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> yeah. if, I think the Ravens yeah. have last place locked up. Is there anything y'all want to say about the Bengals? No. Okay. I mean, I just all I do, all I want to say is that it, three years ago, two years ago, if I had looked at you and said that the Steelers were going to fuck up, give away Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and the Browns are going to be the favorites, overall favorites to win the AFC North, you told me to stop lying. I, I, would, I would have like, said, get the fuck away from me. Ridiculous. Okay, AFC South. We, we obviously have a Titans podcast, so go back and listen to it Do if you want to hear about the Titans podcast, about the Titans free agency moves. Let's talk about the Colts. It's weird. It's been very weird because they re-signed Adam Vinatieri, re-signed Chris Milton, who's a defensive back, re-signed Mark Glawinski, their right tackle. I think right, it was right guard. tackle. Right guard. Right, right guard, yeah. Re-signed Margus Hunt, who is a very, very old 32 yeah. uh, DT, who had a, who had a good... Pretty good year with yeah, the Colts. He's, he's not bad. They resigned Pierre Desir to a three-year, twenty-two point five million dollar deal. He was their best corner last and year. And then their only and biggest free agent acquisition was Devin Funches to a one-year, ten million dollars deal. Who, granted, with Andrew Luck, he'll probably get fifteen hundred yards and seventeen <laughs> touchdowns. But their cap room is seventy-four point eight million dollars, and they have nine twenty nineteen draft picks. What are they waiting for? I have no idea. You know, are they just going to sign everybody that's left over and just bring them on? I, I guess at some point, like, and and I understand the whole value thing, and a lot of people are praising Ballard of you know, oh well, he's just being so disciplined, and he's just he's not going into the market and overpaying. Well, you know, what? guess what? Free agency is overpaying, and you have to go into that knowing it. And if you need to fill some spots, you got to be okay with overpaying a guy or two and trust yourself to be able to get value out of guys elsewhere. And it feels like he's in a spot where he could have just splurged and said, fuck it, we're going to go all in and we're going to go grit, you know, all, Tyra Williams and we're going to go get, you know, a bunch of defensive studs like go grab Houston, which, you know, maybe they still will get in on him or something. But th- there's – a big opportunity for them to add a lot of talent, and then they just didn't do anything. Like, Funches is not good. I, I I mean, maybe, like you said, he might put up huge numbers with luck, but he, everything he's shown so far is like, yeah, he's just not a very good football player. This lack of movement, Lebowski, does this kind of give you hope that we can catch up? I don't know. Depending on, you know, how it all plays out. But, like, at this point, can we catch up to the Colts? If you asked me on paper, yes, but at the same time, I don't. The Colts are – our Patriots to where I'm never going to count them out until I, I'm just never going to count them out. But I, it's wild to me. You go back to Le'Veon Bell and there was always the fear that Le'Veon Bell could end up with say the Colts, Yeah, but there was even a greater fear that it doesn't matter what happens. The Colts are going to end up with some sort of star slash superstar that damn it. The Titans are just going to have to deal with. And they came out of it with Devin Funches, <laughs> so, or, or, you know. So I don't know. I yeah. it's uh, maybe they've got some surprise moves, but it it it's a little worrisome because free agency is where it's made. 
the draft, I, I had an article pulled up now, I can't remember it, but the draft, you basically have like a 17% chance of landing like a superstar. Yeah. And, I'm and sorry, they, not they even a superstar. Really like well a consistent last good year, player. But I mean, so, are you going to draft at that high of a rate every year? Uh, probably not. I, I mean, mean let, I'm a little surprised that they, I'm a little surprised the Colts didn't make more moves because they were lined up and had the cap space and now going into the draft, they've got all the moves to, to have had a good free agency and just really, really mediocre. I mean, yeah. why, why were they not in on Antonio Brown? Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm shocked. And, and to be honest, I, I'm just really floored that, I mean, you, I understand I mean, you, that these guys, these defensive backs that you had were your best defensive backs, but they were not the best defensive backs on the market. Or would you yeah, have even looked the at them for the Odell, which all of a sudden ended up on the market? I mean, yeah. it's a little surprising yeah. to me that that the Colts didn't land a superstar out of this you know, massive I mean, free agency moves. I mean, maybe they think they're good enough and they're just going to, I mean, but at some point isn't, I mean, there's like a salary floor yeah. that you have to reach. So they're going to have to give that money to somebody. Right. It's just, I, it, I don't it's understand. very, it's very, very odd. So I don't know what they're waiting on. And, and speaking of odd, I mean, let's look at the Texans defensive or their free agency. Oh. I mean, they, they got better on defense. They signed Tayshawn Gibson and Bradley Roby. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Bradley Roby's probably a really good corner compared to what Kareem Jackson probably was at this point. I mean, Kareem Jackson yeah, played pretty good. Yeah, I mean, last it's year. It, but then Tyron Mathau's not as good as Tayshawn Gibson. You mean the other way around? Yeah, Tyron yeah, Matthews yeah, yeah. Better, better than, better than, than yeah, Gibson. sorry, yeah, for sure. And then they re-signed Angelo Blackson. They re-signed Chantrell Henderson. Yeah, they're cheap deals, but I mean, they're not. Chantrell they're not Henderson helping. is awful yeah. at football. I mean, they're not. <laughs> so you, if that. you want to complain about Ben Jones getting paid four point something million dollars, <laughs> Chantrell Henderson's getting paid about the same amount as Ben Jones this year. Disaster. Darren Fells, they signed Darren <laughs> Fells to a one-year deal. I, mean, I just love when Michael just is, he just has a definitive statement about a player like, he is awful at football. Just get the fuck out of the league. <laughs> just get out of my face, Chantrell. <laughs> they signed Darren Fells. Okay, big yeah, whoop. Yeah. That's not really going to help, you know, uh, none of this helps Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like I, I'm floored that they did not end up addressing the offensive line, which is terrible. I mean, Titans fans think the Titans' offensive line was bad, getting Mariota and Gabbert sacked to combine, I think, 47 times. Deshaun Watson got sacked 64 times. He could have got. He could have got sacked probably at least 20 to 30 more times if he wasn't so good at scrambling back exactly there. i mean harold landry like narrowly missed him five times in the titans first game against him yeah. so i mean it was it's insane to me that they didn't get somebody and apparently <laughs> to make matters that much sweeter for Titans fans the titans reportedly were bidding against the texans for saffold and ended up winning out yeah. on on that so i mean it's amazing that they have not done anything to address it. I assume they're going to have to do it in the draft. I mean, again, cap room, $41.9 million. They have seven 2019 draft picks, and they have back-to-back picks in the second round. Yeah. Okay, come on. I mean, you could for that $41.9 million, you couldn't have done something to help your quarterback? They're another you guy. Want to complain, like, you want to complain about Marcus not being helped? Yeah. This Texas team, they're trying to get this motherfucker killed. <laughs> I mean, they are trying. I, and they're another guy. They could have been in the mix for Golden Tate. Yeah. I mean, they need a slot. They could have had Le'Veon Bell. I mean, yeah. Lamar Miller's nothing. And the oh, yeah. Alfred Blues in the free agent market. I mean, yeah. you don't know what Deontay Foreman is. Yeah. I mean, he's especially coming, up, coming back yeah. from Achilles. Like, give me a break. Thank you. 
Thank yeah. you to the Texans. Thank you to the Colts so far. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. The Lolcats of Duval, <laughs> the Jaguars, they released Blake Bortles, Carlos Hyde, Malik Jackson, Jeremy Parnell, Tayshawn Gibson. They re-signed and extended Marcel Darius, and they signed Jake Ryan, Chris Conley, Jeff Swam, Swaim? Swaim? Geoff Swaim? They released AJ Can. And then they signed Cedric Ogabui. Would you say AJ got killed? Ogabui. Ogabui. Sure. And but the the big thing is that everybody's gonna want to talk about is they signed Nick Foles to a four year eighty eight million dollar contract. <laughs> Their cap room is sixteen point four million. They have seven twenty nineteen draft picks. Nick Foles does not make this team that much better. No, I like Foles is no doubt better than Bortles, but I don't think he's a top half quarterback in the NFL for sure I mean he got hot in the playoffs in what was that 2018 the Uh, well at the the end of the 2017 season yeah he got hot in the playoffs he's had a few good games like that Texans game he played he played great in that game uh last year but he also the Eagles have a lot more talent at wide receiver everywhere the offensive line is tremendous for the Eagles like Zach Ertz Dallas Goddard Alshon Jeffrey they had uh Mike Wallace they had Nelson Aguilar they had Golden Tate they have Jay they had Wendell Smallwood they had Chris Clement and they had an offensive offensive line line with Peters uh um What's the other guy? It's Peters, Peters Kelsey. Wisniewski, Kelsey, Brooks, and uh, Lane Johnson, which is legitimately a top five offensive line in the league. Let's see what he looks like behind AJ Can and whoever they're going to play at right tackle. And you know, I mean, and then he's throwing to Chris Conley, which is a downgrade from what they had with Dante Moncrief last year, if uh, you can believe it or not. As their number one receiver, they don't even have a tight end right now that can catch balls. They don't have anybody, I don't think. Yeah. And then you're stuck with Nick Foles for three years. Yeah. And, this and, is a three-year contract for them, essentially. <laughs> and they were bidding against themselves, <laughs> themselves, reportedly, and and went ahead and gave Foles an extra few million dollars. Apparently, the reasoning was... They wanted to make sure that he was respected in the locker room when he got there, so they gave him a little extra money so that everyone would see the contract. <laughs> and so and be now like, this oh, the yeah, story really is out. Committed to him. There's this story yeah. is out, and and people want to say that this makes Marcus the worst quarterback in the league. Get or the in the division, division. Yeah. get bent. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. If you think that Nick Foles is the best or even better than Marcus, you have not watched football, and you. Got to remember, heading into that Super Bowl s- season where they won the Super Bowl, Nick Foles sucked three he out of those four like games. Garbage down the stretch of that year. He's the streakiest quarterback, and he's coming to a shit team on offense. And I am so so happy. And people thought that I mean, Greg Rosenthal and all these people on around the NFL and all these places are like, this is the perfect fit for Nick Foles. If a perfect fit, if you don't want to fucking win, I mean. Fuck Nick Foles. I am not. <laughs> I am, and he's a nice guy. But I am. I am not scared of the Jaguars any more than what I was last year. Well, and their defense got worse, yeah. which is what was you gutted them your too. defense. Yeah, so they they snatched a bunch of talent up off the defense, and and, and right not now to mention they, that team is still 
And again, I know I really have a hard on for this guy because he just screwed me over in fantasy football, but <laughs> they're still gambling that Leonard Fournette is going to produce. No I, Carlos Hyde and no T.J. Exactly. Yeah. No Corey I'm, Grant. They've lost all three of their backup running yeah. backs. They I have think no you, backup running back. I think you have enough like evaluation time with Fournette to know that it's not going to happen. He's yeah. not, not going to happen. These guys no, are going to have to spend a high pick on a running back at this point in the draft. Isn't that hilarious? That's brutal. It's like, so brutal. So speaking of brutal, we have to take a commercial break. Let's hear from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. That was a brutal, brutal. It wouldn't end. Yeah. It's like it a 17 minute ad break. <laughs> yeah. That was forever. Uh, let's talk about AFC East. The Dolphins, who are. Oh, I, I love what the Dolphins yeah. are doing. I mean, they're doing what the Browns did. Yeah. And I mean, this is exactly what Sashi did. They're doing what the Giants should be doing. Yes. They signed Fitzmagic to a two year, $11 million deal, which is. Super cheap, but they're still paying. You got to remember, they're paying for Ryan Tannehill right now as well, oh, yeah. even though he's on our team. Massive amount of dead cap. They they ended up getting Devonte Parker at a cheaper two year, ten million dollar deal. Yeah, they cut William Hayes, Josh Sitton, Danny Amendola, Ted Larson, Andre Branch. Like I said, they traded Ryan Tannehill, looking to trade Robert Quinn and pay some of his salary to the next team. Yeah. They lost Cameron he's Wake, vis- and he's visiting to the Cowboys and the Saints, and they of course they lost Cameron Wake. Mm-hmm. Cap room is $35 million. They have seven 2019 draft picks. I almost want to say I think this team is done right now, but this is going to be a team that's trying to tank. But with Fitzpatrick there, they could still win seven or eight games. He's, he's going to fuck around and YOLO ball them a couple <laughs> that's weeks. That's what I mean. No, he's, he's, he's going to go out there, and he's going to have like a seven TD game, and he's going to get them to like six and ten, and they're going to be Furious. I think I think it was Jake Rudock was the uh, quarter was the number one quarterback before they signed him and uh, him Fitz, or Luke Falk yeah, one of the two. Before they Fitz, is gonna, Fitz is gonna fuck around and beat the Patriots. He's, he's gonna he fuck is. up everything. Yes, he's gonna fuck up everything. He's played for all three AFC East teams besides the Patriots. Now this is he's his played destiny. for the Bills. He's played for the Dolphins. I am. We have to get him on the Patriots before he retires. <laughs> we I, have to. I'm all I'm all in on Fitzpatrick right now. I really am. Oh, I love just. It. Him he, on South Beach. He has like half swindled so many teams into <laughs> these ridiculous contracts. And no, he's, he's got like $60 million or something. He's I mean, made it feels like more than that. But yeah. I mean, this is going to be a team that's going to fuck around and win seven games and not be able to get they the are. quarterback that they want. Unless I'll, they're taking a quarterback this year. I love that they're trying to tank. Though. Yeah. I, I, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, I, I like what they're doing because they were headed nowhere. I mean, it, they'd been on the treadmill of yeah. seven and nine, eight and eight, six and 10 for forever. And now they're just like, fuck it. We're, we're getting real bad. And then we're going to see if we can get good. Speaking of good, the Patriots. They signed John Simon, Brandon Bolden, Jason McCourty, uh, again, Mo Harris, Bruce Ellington, Philip Dorsett. They've lost Chris Hogan, Trey Flowers, Adrian Claiborne, Dwayne Allen, Trent Brown. Cap space, 
was very low. I was very surprised to see how low the cap space was. It's three point one million dollars right oh, now. Oh wow! And uh, they have, but they have twelve. Count them 12 2019 draft picks. Jesus, you know, of course they the do. Patriots haven't and, done anything, yeah. and they've lost. You know, theoretically, in Trey Flowers and oh, and they uh, lost Cordarrelle Patterson too. Yeah, but theoretically, in Trey Flowers and um, the left tackle Trent Brown, yeah, they lost two of the players that were like bigger keys to their team last year. But at this point, we know how this story ends. They replace them with younger, cheaper talent and and make them better than everyone else. And those guys go on to become huge albatross contracts on their next teams. Lebowski, I don't know if you're on Twitter watching the Patriots uh, fan base actually melt down through this whole free agency process. Have so they far. really? Oh, I, I have seen some of that. Uh, they they when we signed Adam Humphreys, it really it really triggered the Pats Pats fans, where they're actively hoping that Bill Belichick gets his general manager duties removed from him. <laughs> I have I, I have absolutely no sympathy for these douchebag, tea throwing, Boston logger swigging, wife beating sons of bitches from the Northeast. And, and let me say this: Have, have you have, been to Boston? Um, yeah, I've been there twice. Never been. I've never ugliest, been to the stadium. Listen, shittiest city is Buffalo. Ugliest city of population is Boston. Oh my god! I visited and I, uh, the my ex wife I was with. I kept looking at her and I go. Have you noticed how many ugly people we walk by when every they, second? <laughs> when they build your stadium an hour outside of the main city to keep your mouth-breathing dumbass <laughs> fans away from regular population, think about that for a second. So absorb all your Super Bowl wins and know that in the next decade, when your team does suck and you don't have the talents of Brady, Belichick, and your hooker-screwing owner, that... <laughs> We're all going to be laughing at you. So go ahead and melt down right now because the Patriots are going to be exactly where I expect them to be. They're going to win the division. They're going to be in the AFC championship game. And I'm going to open up a fucking vein when they make it back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When they start losing because they they got what they asked for, they got Bill Belichick out of there and all this stuff. Is that team just going to crumble financially? Because who's going to go watch these games when they're losing? <sighs> And I mean, they're gonna. Yeah, all these so, fans are bandwagon fans anyway. Oh, they're yes. gonna leave. The outflow is going to be it's, so awesome to watch. Oh, It'll be worth it. It'll the, be worth these last. The six, amount seven of Patriots gear that's going to be put into shipping containers and dumped in some <laughs> poor third world country is going to be just outrageous. Speaking of third world countries, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they lost John Miller to the Jets, and the and Charles Clay's gone, but they signed Mitch Morse, Cole Beasley, John Brown. And they signed Spencer Long from the Jets, but they also signed Frank Gore. Of they had the oldest backfield between Frank oh Gore and LaShawn God. McCoy. Yeah. Their cap space is thirty three point one million. They have 10 2019 draft picks. But I really mm. like what the Bills did. They got a center. They got Cole Beasley, who's a reliable short to intermediate target for Josh Allen. And they got John Brown, who is probably the best deep threat wide or one of the best deep threat wide receivers you can get on the market. That is perfect for Josh Allen to for him just to run under balls and catch him or drop him, depending on how you view John Brown. 
What do y'all think about what the Bills done? I don't really want to talk about what the Bills have done. What I want to okay. talk about is the audacity of a city that thinks that they're the first people to fry a chicken wing and put hot sauce on it. Fuck you. And I went to this place <laughs> that, that I don't remember the name itself, forgettable it was, but it was the home of the buffalo wing or whatever. The and you wear, you put on, wing. you get there and you can put on this uh, paper hat, kind of like what Dix does, but, or something. But it, I mean, nothing's really funny written on it. <laughs> Very. What? It's a a really weird place. There's only like 10 places open in the immediate area from where the... And we stayed at the hotel at the place. All the other places closed because of the snowdrifts? Probably. The year-round snowdrifts? (laughs) Let me say, the Buffalo Wings weren't even that good. I did not dare say that to the Buffalo fans that were in my mentions. I almost did. But I would would have to shut off my account. And don't they think like dipping them in ranch is like some sort of affront to God or something like that? Yeah, I mean, get out of here. Come on, get over yourself. Ranch is wonderful. You're in the upper asshole of New York, right on the lake. It never stops snowing, and you think you invented frying chicken. I don't I, <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything to talk about with Buffalo. Do you have but if you want to discuss the team, please go ahead. <laughs> what about I, you, Big Mike? Anything you like? I actually like what they did. I, I th- <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, I, I thought they added, like you said, a, a deep threat that I didn't like John Brown for the Titans just because I, I don't think he fits the offense that they really want to run, and he was going to cost too much money to be a guy that only sees a few targets a game. But uh, for the Brown, or for the Bills with uh, Josh Allen, I think he's going to be a great fit there. I like Cole Beasley. I think he was a good value. Um, they also added some reinforcements on the offensive line, which they desperately needed, Mitch Morse, and then uh, – I think did, they got the tackle Ty uh, Nesiki. Yeah, is they that, did get Ty Nesiki or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, and I thought he was one of the better value signings as well. So I, I like what they did on the offense, kind of trying to support Josh Allen. Um, you know, the defense is already pretty good, and I'm a big believer in Sean McDermott as a coach. I think he's going to make that defense good almost regardless of, of who's playing over there. But um, I, I think the Bills could be a much better team next year. I, I mean, it all depends on Josh Allen's development, obviously, but I think they got more talented on offense for sure. Uh, let's talk about the Jets. Traded a fifth-round pick for Calicio Simile and and got a six in return. They signed C.J. Mosley, signed Le'Veon Bell, signed Jameson Crowder, lost really no one of importance to them because Spencer Long, I think they, I mean, they were just releasing him to release him mm-hmm. and get him out of there. They did lose out on signing Anthony Barr in one of those freak <laughs> situations where he's like, well, I think I'll just go back to Minnesota. I mean, yeah, the legal legal tampering yeah. period sucks. So cap room 34.3. They have six 2019 draft picks, but no second round draft picks. Like what the Jets did, did they, to me, this is a team that took advantage of having, because you look at the contract numbers of everything they paid out. They got Le'Veon Bell, who's, I think, still just the third highest paid running back or something behind Devontae Freeman. No, David Johnson and uh, Todd Gurley. Mm -hmm. But they're taking advantage of their rookie quarterbacks quarterbacking deal. What do you all think about the Jets? Think second place team in the AFC East? Could they go wild card? I think it all depends on Darnold, honestly. I mean, I I like what they did in the sense that They've got a rookie contract quarterback. They're going for it because they've got all this money to spend. They they did what I was afraid that the Colts were going to do. But I don't really love where they spent the money because, I, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, I mean, yeah, you can splurge because you've got the money, whatever. But they gave C.J. Mosley one of the most absurd contracts of Five this entire year, cycle. Five-year, $85 million contract. Which Mosley's a 
good linebacker. Don't get me wrong, but he has you. There, they also gave Avery Williamson like nine million dollars a year last year. So now you've got Mosley and Williamson playing next to each other, and those two guys have a lot of similarities. And their weakness is both in coverage, which is they not still a, have Demario Davis there too. Or are they going to no, play? No, he's he's in New Orleans. Oh, he's that's right, that's right. Um, but yeah, Williamson and Mosley they don't fit together to me. Like, I mean, you've got two run thumpers. The Jets are going to be really tough to run on, but I think you're going to be able to carve them up in the middle of the field. I mean, unless they just think Jamal Adams is going to erase all their their weaknesses at it, linebacker. Is this that Lebowski? Is this the team that they made the big splashes of free agency and everything looks like it should work on paper? They have a high guard. They have a, a and they have C.J. Mosley. They have Le'Veon Bell, Jameson Crowder. Is this one of those things where? It looks great on paper, but it's just not going to translate to what's on the yes, field. Yes, I do. I, is I, that coach <clears throat> going to be the coach? I'm not a big believer in Adam Gase still as a head coach. But, oh yeah. I Yeah, I think it can relate to coaching. I do see them setting up to have, like you said, having some correct tools, but I think they're going to have a very frustrating season. And like Mike said, I think they could end up getting – Carved up outside the running game because they they Morris Claiborne is a free agent, so I don't know who yeah. out there is that because Buster Scrine left too, so I don't know yeah. who's out there covering these other receivers they, on these. They've other got games. Tremaine Johnson, but he didn't have a very good year yeah. last year, and I, yeah, I mean, I guess you know Jamal Adams is great, and he's yeah. he's going to help in a lot of ways, but there's only so much he can do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oakland Raiders. Uh, they stole Antonio Brown, like we already talked about. <laughs> Anything y'all want to say about Antonio Brown on and being on the Raiders? I, I just I think it's a solid move. I really I'm interested to see see the pairing with and I'm blanking on the damn quarterback, but car uh, car. I, I I like it. I like the move. I, I think it's funny they're going back to play in that Coliseum dump, but um, <laughs> you know, I kind of have to pivot from them a little bit with the West into the Chiefs, which I know we'll get into. I, I I think that Oakland has now possibly put themselves in to be, you know, the favorite to win the West. I, I am with you. I really like their their other signings. I know they got rid of Osimile and Donald Penn, which really creates a whole depending on how you viewed those two players. I think Donald Penn was kind of on the downturn. Yeah. Uh, but they did sign Lamarcus Joyner. They did sign Trent Brown. They did sign Jonathan, re-sign Jonathan Hakins. They signed JJ Nelson. But they also signed Tyrell Williams. Let's talk about this Tyrell Williams real quick. Four-year, forty-four point three million dollar contract. It sounds a lot. Really, they can get out of it and have no dead cap after the first of this year That's on crazy. this contract. It is essentially if they were to do it this year, they pay him ten million dollars and that's it. That's all he's guaranteed. It's a one-year, ten million dollar contract if he doesn't, if they don't meet what he what he likes. But you have to like compared to last year, and I really think they may still bring back Jared Cook. Yeah. I, I think they could, and I know they signed Vontez Burfitt, and it is what it is. But they really improved the areas on their defense that they needed to improve. They improved the areas on their offensive line. I think Trent Brown is an upgrade. I, I think they improved all their offensive weapons. I'm with Lebowski. They still have $30.9 million in cap. They have eight 2019 draft picks, including three first-rounders. This is a team that, well, trust me, and I was in on it. We all laughed at them last year. Yeah. 
I I have to say that I think having Antonio Brown, even if you took it out of took Khalil Mack's trade and just set aside, Antonio Brown over uh, and having two first round draft picks is better than having Amari Cooper at this point in the stage of how this roster is built. I mean, I kind of like what they did. I'm kind of yeah. believing in these Raiders for, and I know that's going to be sound stupid here in about seven or eight months, but. <laughs> Really kind of believe in these Raiders. Uh, I I think what they've been doing is so confusing to me because I I like the Antonio Antonio Brown trade from a value standpoint. I think it makes a lot of sense. But what are, I mean, they're rebuilding one second. They're going for it the next second. Like, make up your mind and have a coherent plan as to what where what are you trying to do with your team? Like, I I thought. You know, adding Brown, adding Tyrell Williams, they're going to be better at receiver than they were last year, no doubt about that. Um, they got a little bit worse on the offensive line, losing a simile. They, uh, but I mean, we also don't know what they're going to do in the draft. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I and I think Trent Brown's contract is going to look like a total disaster here in a couple years because I just don't trust the guy that was n- nothing special at all with San Francisco. Goes to the Patriots for one year, has a fantastic year with the Patriots, and then signs to the biggest left tackle contract in the history of football. Yeah. Like he got more money than Lawan, which is stupid because Trent Brown is not better than Taylor Lawan. Like I, I just I don't know. Part of what they've done I like. Part of what they've done I hate. They're like a total mixed bag for me. I don't know. The the next two teams, Chiefs and Chargers, they really haven't done a lot, so we can kind of throw them in. The Chiefs have lost Justin Houston, D. Ford, Mitch Morse, Chris Conley, Kareem Hunt, but they signed Alex Okafor, Brashad Breland, Carlos Hyde, and Tyron Mathau, but they also traded away D. Ford. Their defense got worse, right? I'm not. Yeah. That's not an illusion to anybody else. Their defense get worse. I think their defense, but got their worse. secondary got better. But their defense as a whole got worse. Yeah, I think that's. It's fair. a weird situation. Well, their, de- their defense got worse, and and the problem you have is that it's one thing to lose Kareem Hunt, but if they lose Tyreek Hill, that is a torpedo in the side oh, of the ship. Yeah. Oh man, we didn't even talk. Yeah. I didn't even think I about mean, that's, that. I mean, that's that's the problem with. With the Chiefs going off the assumption that Tyreek Hill is not gone, I think is still a high enough scoring offense to where you can just outrun a bad defense. But if we, if they lose Hill, that is a huge, huge problem. Yeah, no, you're exactly that's right. A, that's a that is the reason why I think the Raiders are a favorite for the AFC West, not necessarily based on all the moves they made. Because I'm like you, Mike, I'm I'm a little confused by what are we doing, building or not, but. Mm-hmm. I have to look right at the Chiefs and think, damn, you take away such an unbelievably brutal weapon for him being a brutal dumbass off the field. So, you know, that's a problem. It's a big problem. And, and it sucks, too, because how does a team plan for that? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, that's the risk you take when you take a guy sure. that has that background. Sure. Though. Yeah. And I mean, they got the value out of it for a few years, and now they're seeing the other side of it, if 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 this is true. Who's the starting running back, Carlos Hyde or Damian Williams when it's all said and done? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Hyde. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Hyde. Too. Okay. Uh, Chargers have $14 million in cap space. It's probably why they haven't made a lot of moves. They lost Tyrell Williams, and they lost the often injured Jason Verrett. But they re-signed Brandon Mibain. And they added Thomas Davis, which totally that's a, just that's a weird yeah. signing to me. Yeah, and then uh, Adrian Phillips. 
do anything that um I mean Chargers kind of just stayed the same and they just Dang. extended Tom Telesco again. Yeah, they they kind of treaded water to yeah. me. I I don't know that they got a whole lot better or worse. It'll be interesting to see what they do with their seven draft picks because I mean you got Philip Rivers who at any point could just turn into Eli Manning. I mean, we don't really know. I mean, that's the yeah. You don't want to talk about age, I know. I, but, I mean, yeah. you just no, don't I know. No, I agree. And, and that's the reason why I don't really want to talk about age yeah. because you see so many players that it doesn't seem like they just have this gradual decline. They seem to hit a wall. Right. Um, Eli Manning just hit a wall that ended up looking like a dumbass for several years. Still does. <laughs> but um, I I don't know. I, like you said, treading water. And I, I really kind of I've, – I've come full circle. Not full circle, but a 180 on – on Philip Rivers because I couldn't stand him. Hated the guy for irrational reasons for yeah. the longest time. But now I want to see him succeed. Yeah, I kind of want to see it too. I want to see him succeed, and I don't want the Chargers to tread water. I kind of want to see him make some some bigger moves. Well, yeah. last but not least, in the AFC and also the AFC West, we have the Denver Broncos, who had a kind of an interesting offseason. Yeah. They have a new they have new coaches everywhere. Uh, John Elway is apparently drunk. 24 <laughs> 7. Uh, they lost Matt Paradise or Paradise, Bradley Roby, yeah. Shaq Barrett, Max Garcia, Shane Ray. They re signed Jeff Hooerman, who said that they were winning the Super Bowl today at his uh, oh press conference. At his signing press conference for this fucking tight end. My goodness. Zach what, these Kerr. tight ends are yeah. drunk on power. <laughs> Zach Kerr, whoever that is, they added. Probably one of the worst tackles in the free agency class, I think, in Juwan James. <laughs> it was a bad contract. I mean, yeah. he's not a terrible player, but it was, that was a bad then contract. Then they added Kareem Jackson, who is kind of up there, and then Bryce Callahan, who I think is going to be a pretty good uh, slot corner. And, and, and he's with Vic <laughs> Fangio, who's his defensive coordinator from the, the the Bears. Yeah, I do like Callahan, but one one thing one thing on that – Chris Harris is still like their best defensive yeah. back, and he's a slot defensive back. Yeah, I mean that's where he excels. So I don't, I didn't quite understand that one. Yeah, I don't know what Vic's doing over there. And then they, of course, traded a 2019 fourth for Joe Flacco, but then traded Case Keenum and a 2027 to Washington, who desperately needs a quarterback for a 2026. Is <laughs> that's as close to a pack of gum as you can get. In the I mean, NFL. the I just don't know what they continue to do at this quarterback position. I I hear some people say that okay, you know, Joe Flacco is an upgrade over Case. I get that. I, I I can probably see that point of view, but to think that Joe Flacco may have one of his best career years on this team is kind of a little out there for me to, to get behind. Uh, and and the fact that John Elway said that he do, what he, he, do, he believes in Joe Flacco because he's not a shotgun quarterback yeah, or because something. because he's, he's tall enough to take snaps under center or yeah. something. It's like, come on, <laughs> I, man. I just, this, this asshole is high on his own fumes. And I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand the Flacco move. I think that, to me, kind of, undoes any of the other free agency moves they made because it's just another middling and now aging quarterback. Here I am, hypocritical as shit, talking about I don't worry about But, I mean, age. he's also <laughs> often injured. That's uh, Yeah, that's what I mean. So, it's, I mean, it's, there's, it's there's a difference issues, between hip him. Issues. Yeah. Just the one position that you can't really afford to miss on. You just can't afford to miss and on a quarterback. And they continue to do it. continue every, to do it. They lucked into Peyton Manning. 
if it wasn't for Chris Palmer, the offensive coordinator <laughs> at the Tennessee Ti- for the Tennessee Titans at the time that Peyton Manning was a free agent, we would not the, have lost out on Peyton the Manning. The Broncos are slowly but surely turning into, if not already, the Jacksonville Jaguars of the AFC West. I mean, I, their defense carried them and their run game carried them. Yeah. And their run game is probably good enough maybe to do it again. I mean, we'll, but, we'll see. I mean, with, you uh, have to see. I mean, it's yeah. just there's so many questions surrounding this team. And the fact that John Elway, I mean, just continues. So we're talking Paxton Lynch. Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, oh God, um, uh, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, and I feel like I'm missing somebody in the mix of all that. I don't know; it's possible. But this this guy, this, I absolutely cannot stand. And I really thought that maybe I'd come around to liking the Broncos once Vance Joseph was gone. That pile of shit of a head coach. <laughs> But I just, it's John Elway. I think John Elway's the problem. I yeah. think John Elway's the problem. And the Broncos are my pick for dead last in the AFC West. I'd, I would 5-11-6-10, I think, if they're lucky. And I really thought that was going to be them last year. And they, you know. They I hung mean, around for a little They hung bit. around. They were, they were in the playoff talk miraculously week 14 or 13. Yeah. I don't see it this, this, this time. Well, speaking, speaking of shitty times, it's time for us to end. Time for us in this episode. We will do the an end NFC. Times is nigh. Yeah, they we'll do an NFC episode in just a second. So follow us on Twitter at F Words Pod, at Mike Miracles, at Mr. Lebowski. Uh, at Internet Key. Yeah. But I mean, only if you don't like tweets. Yeah. <laughs> only if you love silence. You're <laughs> standing in the desert. Yeah. Other than that, get F. Get F, boys. <laughs>